Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Hour 2, a great day for talk radio. It's just a great day in general. Blue skies, lots of sunshine, 27 degrees, continues through tomorrow as well. So uh, everything is A-OK going forward. As a matter of fact, we're going to find out tomorrow, bright and early in the morning, whether or not the Ford government got their stay in their Court of Appeal uh, petition. But uh, if not, I'm guessing they'll go ahead with Bill 31. So uh, question whether or not the legitimacy of having the appeal... Uh, this being the stay granted uh, would obviate the need to invoke the notwithstanding clause. So we'll find out exactly uh, what is going to happen. But we'll also ask our panel what the imp- implications might be if they lose on appeal. Uh, does that delegitimize uh, invoking the notwithstanding clause? Our panel is going to join us here shortly. And, uh, well, there's a whole lot to throw around the horn. One other thing that I'm actually going to bring up with them that uh, I found fascinating, a story you might have seen. A lot of people are aghast at this, about an ex-pro hockey player named Tim Brent. He killed a a grizzly bear in the Yukon, September 10th. Uh, He's a big game hunter, I guess. And he posted photos of this dead grizzly, a mountain grizzly, on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, then the ensuing firestorm, you know, the backlash started. Apparently, he'd also taken a moose, I guess, uh, earlier in the season. He had two tags. You know, and for big game hunters, uh, these are the kinds of things the animals that they pursue rightly or wrongly, which is certainly a topic worthy of discussion, but uh, many people on social media, we know how that can set off a maelstrom. Uh, they think it's all wrongly. So we'll see if the panel does agree or disagree, but the pictures that he's got uh, rather proudly displaying, you know, the paws, the bear paws, you know, with the big uh, nails or what claws, I guess you call them. It's a, a massive animal. And if you've ever seen, I know in uh, Anchorage Airport, or no, maybe it's uh, Fairbanks. When I was up in Alaska, flew out of Fairbanks, they've got a stuffed grizzly in uh, a glass case in the lobby there and uh, the departure lounge. It stands, no kidding, on its hind legs about 14 feet high. They are massive. And to think that, uh, boy, you'd come in contact with one, as he mentions in his own uh, testimonial or postings here that uh, this bear knew it was, well, it owned the valley. And so it wasn't scared when it saw these hunters. As a matter of fact, instead of running, it started to come towards them. And uh, that's when I guess, you know, there was no contest because he had uh, what he describes here as a 30 nozzler. It did the job and stopped him in his tracks. Couldn't be more thrilled to take a world-class mountain grizzly in one of the most beautiful settings in the world. That's the Yukon. And it is. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. You know, I mean, when it comes to uh, the issue of guns, it's always something that stokes the passions, and uh, not more so than here in the city of Toronto. We know we've had a summer of uh, much death and destruction because of the gun, and uh, a lot of people are wondering how we can stop that. Earlier today, interestingly enough, the big brothers and big sisters 
held a, a press conference in Nathan Phillips Square at one thirty. It's the Big Brothers Big Sisters Awareness Day, where they were talking about providing and maintaining mentorship services as well as soliciting mentors, adult mentors, for kids between the ages of 8 to 14. The idea being that kids in mentorship programs uh, may be convinced to stay on the straight and narrow. I wanted to find out more about this program and exactly uh, how they can quantify their success. Joining me on the line is Leanne Nicole. She's the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters here in Toronto. Leanne, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Hi there. Good afternoon, John. How are you? Very good. Very good. Now, uh, you did have this press conference. There were uh, many attendees, including the mayor, as well as uh, Norman Powell from the Raptors, Pinball uh, Clemens, and so on and so forth, raising awareness. Now, uh, I wanted to tie this into the scourge of guns and gangs. Do you believe that Big Brothers Big Sisters has a role to play in addressing this? Yes, for sure. I mean, John, what we know to be true is children under the age of 11 do not aspire to be violent. So uh, they, they don't wake up and say, I just can't wait till I'm old enough to shoot something. It's not, it's not what is going on in the young child's life. And so exposure to a positive adult who can guide them and give them assets that they need in order to make better choices, even when confronted with challenging environments and, and decisions, they actually choose differently than if they don't have exposure to those assets that are big gives. So a lot of this mentorship then is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but based on what you've just told us, rooted in uh, human psychology. 100%. We know that children need to be exposed to um, up to 40 developmental assets in order to thrive. The children coming into our intervention and, and those who are ch- unfortunately choosing violence actually do not possess many assets. They're coming in with between six and ten assets sometimes. What we know to be true, that if a child, if they, after the age of 11 or 12, if they possess less than ten ass- assets, then they're 60% more likely to be violent. Our young people are also um, uh, identifying their primary emotion as anger. And what we know is anger is not a primary emotion. So we're distilling it back to saying what is causing the anger and guiding the big, the mentor, to actually help the, the young person be in contact with their emotional competencies so anger doesn't lead to violence. So it's a very powerful intervention. And when a child doesn't have exposure to more than one positive adult in their life, they have very, very low chance of succeeding. Fascinating. Leanne Nicole is with us, CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters. You mentioned assets. Forty assets uh, are requisite to, I, I guess, develop uh, you know, a stable uh, individual. What are those assets? Mm-hmm. Give us examples of assets. Yeah, so some of the assets are external, like support, and that comes with, you know, family support, other adult relationships, caring neighborhoods, etc. Um, empowerment, so that's youth as resources. How do we give young people the tool to be useful and play useful in leadership roles in their community? Boundaries, you know, setting constructive use of time and boundaries, family boundaries, school boundaries, neighborhood boundaries. If a child doesn't understand what those boundaries are, they're less likely to be able to create their own boundaries. And, of course, the constructive use of time. And this is really important, even, you know, regardless if a child is vulnerable or not. We have a, a, a time now where our young people are, uh, they, the Internet is ubiquitous, and they don't remember a time without a screen. So how do you promote other forms of activity with 
these young people in order to have extra constructive use of time. On the internal side, you know, what we want to develop is their commitment to learning. I want to learn how to read. Like that is what we want in a young, young child's life. Um, positive values, integrity, honest, honesty, etc. Um, our social competencies, how do we plan? How do we have cultural competence and understand and be empathetic to the other cultures that they're surrounded by in this city? And the last piece is positive identity, because with positive identity comes personal power, and they can choose within from their own internal framework and accountability um, to, to make better choices when confronted with challenging situations. Yeah, it was interesting because initially you said more than one adult is crucial. And I guess this is where Big Brothers and Big Sisters comes into play. Again, with Leanne Nicole, who is the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters. So uh, in so far as that gap missing in a young person's life between the ages of 8 and 14, uh, how does the mentorship, what does that entail? How does a mentor then supplant or supply all of these assets or uh, the bulk of them? Yeah, I mean, being a big comes with a whole variety of cha- uh, of training and exposure. Um, we are, you know, we say we surround the child with three positive adults when they come into our program. Number one is, of course, the parent guardian uh, who has brought them to either through the social worker or through social worker at Children's Aid, through a school social worker, or them self-identifying that they can't do it alone. The second positive adult, of course, is the big volunteer who signs up to be either a big brother or a big sister. But the third adult is equally as important, and that's our our social workers who work here at the agency. Without them, we can't monitor the match and and create these um, this, these exposures to experiences and some of the you know identify within the child what do they need to be exposed to given their current gaps. So it's the three adults that surround the child at Big Brothers Big Sisters that make the, the, huge, um, the huge influence and actually lifts that child onto the first rung of the social ladder. Well, can you quantify the positive impact of mentorships? I mean, is there any empirical? Yeah. Yes, 99% of our littles graduate from high school. And we know graduating from high school is a game changer for a, ch- a vulnerable child. So when a, when a child go, uh, graduates from high school, they typically um, pr- are productive members of society. Uh, of that 99%, 67% go on to post-secondary oftentimes and complete, uh, 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 going on to post-secondary, but also completing it. And we know that that uh, breaks the cycle of poverty. So not only are we addressing youth violence and, and some of the other social ills, but for sure, um, uh, empirical evidence from Boston Consulting Group, who did a study on us, said that our intervention has a return to society of 23 to 1. That is one of the highest returns that any social agency has ever had. And with a child in our intervention, they earn upwards of $300,000 more than a child who hasn't with it over their lifetime. And that breaks the cycle of poverty. My understanding is that uh, because this was Big Brothers Big Sisters Awareness Day, uh, there's a waiting list of 500 youths between the ages of 8 to 14 looking for mentors. And uh, so how does one get involved and who qualifies? Yeah, so basically, if you're an adult over 18, you qualify. Um, of course, there is a rigorous screening process. We are put a ch- putting a child in um, a one-on-one relationship with essentially, at the beginning, a stranger. But what we know is that through our rigorous training process and screening process, we end up with the best bigs. The only thing you need to do is contact us either through our website 
or uh, via phone and uh, and set up a, an information session with our social workers. Well, uh, I must say I'm impressed, and I appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully you'll keep up uh, with the good work and uh, maybe even advance the cause with more people wanting to sign on. Uh, thanks so much, Leanne, for your time this afternoon. Thanks for your attention to this, John. We really appreciate it. All right, Leanne Nicole, CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters here in Toronto. We'll get around to topics worthy of discussion. Not that that one wasn't, but uh, that's the formal title of our next segment here with our panel, Alyssa Freeman, Kevin Gadet, Rocco Rossi on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.